Hello, listeners, and welcome back to Cyberpunk Tales from the Oasis. This is episode 18, Rude Awakening. We're back from break and starting up our new weekly release schedule with the help of our new editor, Paul. Paul is also the editor and producer of Quest Fantastic, a D&D actual play podcast that we strongly recommend. If you like what you hear, consider checking them out. That's at Quest Fantastic on Twitter for more long-form actual play tabletop RPG goodness. All right, you've been waiting long enough. Let's jump right in to episode 18, Rude Awakening. Mavis slowly and carefully shuts the door to her apartment so as not to disturb Iso as he slips into a medically-induced hallucinogenic fog. She walks down the stairs, grumbling about the price of medical supplies and cursing that stupid media and his stupid motorcycle. At the bottom of the stairs, she stops for a moment and glances up in the direction of her temporary apartment. She stares off into the distance for a few seconds, calculating something, and then chuckles to herself and steps out into the cool evening air of the oasis. A nice, strong, psychedelic trip is exactly what Iso needs right now, and that is her professional medical opinion. Davis, you are heading down to the pharmacy. I am indeed, yeah. I'm just looking to get some materials. You head down to the pharmacy and there's a small line of a couple of other med techs that are purchasing various equipments and some people that are coming there for various medications or amphetamines or things like that. And after a little bit, with, with pretty little effort, you're able to buy these overpriced medication supplies. Sweet. How much does that set me back? 300 eddies or so. Uh, yes, 300 eddies. Okay. Marvelous. The whole trip takes an hour, Max. Oh, God. You come back home and you see Iso, who has just finished figuring out how to open up the door, uh, <laughs> with his hand on the doorknob, just sort of like slowly trying to army crawl out of your apartment, his eyes wide, looking crazed as he's just like dragging himself out. Iso, you see like a shadowy figure that you recognize the energy of. You can't really see what it is, but it's you, it's the energy of Mavis. The red is the harbinger of the end. <laughs> oh, buddy. You sort of the demons again? Oh, no. Let's get you back inside. No, that's where the demon is. <laughs> Just gonna, like, grab him by the collar. Mavis comes you up and uses all four of her arms to pick you up and and then flips you upside down and crab walks you inside of her apartment and then sets you down on top of a sea of water that's over by a portal into a different dimension. I don't want to drown. Make it stop, Crab Lady. <laughs> Crablante. I'm just going to like reach forward to, to Iso's agent and like try and find his subscriptions just to like put some like peaceful <laughs> Oasis vid on. Is there like a two hour marathon of someone crushing things with a hydraulic press? Like I need to put something in front of this, this, this poor lad. Ah, uh, yes. Hydraulic press ASMR. <laughs> Uh, would you like to just hit random on this thing, or do you want to actually search? Oh, God. oh yeah, no, let's let's hit random. That sounds fun. <laughs> All right, you hit random and press the little button that makes it just show up inside of ISO's own head, so you can't actually see what's going on. <laughs> oh my God, that sounds like a bad recipe. And ISO just sort of like opens up his eyes and kind of like collapses back and stares at your broken TV. I'm just gonna go and do my med tech shit. Prep some speed heal. Mavis comes up, taps a couple of things on your wrist, 
and suddenly your ears are filled with a documentary about the first Sucker Wars. <laughs> this isn't a brain dance, so you can't like see anything, but you can just hear it. But it begins talking about in great detail the the different pieces that led up to the need for the Zucker War and the various ways that the company that at the time was called Facebook was manipulating its users and all sorts of things. And through the process of listening to it, something sticks out to you that really the only thing that humanity has ever been searching for is just a connection with another person. <laughs> you watch that for the rest of the evening as Mavis is uh, doing their own thing. Reed, you come back from doing your shopping, but you're feeling pretty tired. Um, do you want to check up on Isa before you go to bed? Uh, probably. Just like, he'd probably just pop his head in before he goes to bed. You'd pop your head in and smell the familiar smell of someone cooking speed in materials that should not have been cooked speed in. <laughs> um, which you know is a nomad. Yep. Very familiar with that. Oh yeah, cooking some uh, speed here, are you? It's good shit. Is that Reed? Yeah, buddy, that's did, Reed. Did yeah, you, I'm, I, Did you get I'm, me my sandwich? <laughs> stops dead in the doorway and just looks down at this half-eaten hot dog. Hey, buddy, he won't know the difference. You could give him a sponge at this point and he'll be fine. Is a hot dog a sandwich, though? Don't stop. Don't fucking stop. Does that count as half a sandwich? So do you hand ISO the rest of your hot dog? Yeah, he just hands ISO the rest of the large sausage meat thing. Almost means. <laughs> Iso, you ask for the sandwich and Reed pauses for a second and then hands you over something that is almost, but not entirely quite unlike a sandwich. <laughs> yeah, um, Iso definitely holds the hot dog the wrong way, the way you shouldn't hold a hot dog. <laughs> Upside down. <laughs> <laughs> Upside down? <laughs> just grabbing it where the sausage is instead of okay. where the oh, bun is. Oh, you're just like... Put your whole hand around it. Yeah. We all have a great laugh about the way that ISO eats uh, the hot dog. Reed ends <laughs> up going to bed. Mavis ends up finishing her speed heal. Wonderful. Sadoi. Yes. It's about 2 a.m. And we're going to have you roll your check to see if you do this properly. Yeah. It's about halfway through. Okay. This is going to be a DV of 14 because it's between costly and premium. Okay, that sounds reasonable enough. Use your luck. Tech plus a tech You could technically use your luck. Use all your luck. I'm, I'm going to, but I'm going to have to roll anyway. It's going to be cyber tech plus invent. Cool, my magic expertise is plus three. It is my most leveled skill. I'm going to use six points of luck and I'm going to design this incredible 22. Nice. Cooling cyberware. Wait, sorry, 22 plus six, so 28. Dang, all right. In the process of making this, you roll so high, you can streamline your design so instead of it being premium and very expensive to make, uh, it is now instead just a costly invention. Oh, nice. Which only takes six hours to invent. That being said, though, you're only about halfway through the design and it's 2 a.m. Your eyelids are beginning to feel really heavy. I guess I'll go to sleep. You realize at this point that you could pause right now and you'll take a penalty to resume tomorrow. Or if you had some speed or <laughs> some synth coke or some other drugs on you, you could stay up and accomplish this tonight. You could also attempt to just push your way through it, but that is going to be a high endurance check. I uh, text Nico, got drugs? <laughs> you up? <laughs> it is two in the morning and... <laughs> He's a fixer. You know what? 
Fuck it. Yeah, let's roll it. Let's figure out if he is awake. I'd say there's a 30% chance that he's awake. So we're going to roll 1d100. And if it's less than 30, he's awake. All right. 42. 42. He is asleep. That being said, you do happen to know that much like Night City, what we would consider like, you know, synth coke and speed and stuff to be illegal drugs. These are street drugs. You could probably find a, a vending machine that would sell speed to you if you walked wandered around for 20 minutes. Oh, okay. I'll do that then. All right. It's a Kuno Tech vending machine. <laughs> sure. Yeah. It's a Kuno Tech vending machine. We're going to call them Kuno Tech vending machines. Nice. Nice. So, is this Smash, Boost, Blue Glass, Blue li Black Lace, or Synth Coke? <laughs> you tell me, what do you want to buy? What makes me stay up all night? I'd say Synth Coke. <laughs> well, that's a great question. You know what, let's, let's go ahead and do a background on drugs and how they work. So Black Lace is basically, it allows you to ignore seriously wounded uh, effect states. Blue Glass lasts for four hours. You hallucinate. Smash is, is ecstasy. Boost is like limitless, limitless. You might want to find a med tech um, because there is a uh, pharmaceutical that is specifically what you're looking for called Surge, uh, where a target can function unimpaired without sleep for a full 24 hours. I will however, find a vending machine that sells Surge. However, I don't care. I don't want to hear about the side effects. I just no, want to do it. No, 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 no side effects. Uh, it is a, it's not street drugs. You need training uh, oh. to get given them. So you'd have to find a med tech to do that. I wonder where I could find a med tech. If only we had a med tech. We, we have a med tech who doesn't know how to make surge. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm not sure where I could find surge in the middle of the night then. Of your street drugs, boost, blue glass, and synth coke will all keep you awake. It's not going to let you function unimpeded for 24 hours like the pharmaceutical version of this would, but it will definitely keep you awake with only minor side effects. I'll take it. Okay, which one do you want? Blue glass, boost, or synth coke? I think I feel like boost is the most uh, appropriate one here, right? Okay. You buy some boost, cost 50 eddies. You head back to your place and uh, pop the pill. Yeah. For the next several hours, you feel even smarter. <laughs> you feel like you're you're just kind of doing fucking awesome today and have no problem staying up for the rest of the night. Can I get you to roll a resist drugs and torture? <laughs> oh, yes, you can. Ooh, that is not good. I gotta roll the six. Am I now addicted to boost? You are. All right. So throughout the rest of the night, you're you're doing it and and you know making all this stuff, and you think to yourself like, "Holy shit, man! I'm get, just getting so much shit done today. Oh god, this is fucking awesome. Like I feel like I can do basically anything. Why am I not like this all the time?" <laughs> well, rip my money. Rip. <laughs> and you stay up for the uh, rest of the evening doing that. The sun rises on a brand new day. This day is significantly hotter than the previous one. Mm. The party all wakes up in their various uh, rooms, except for Iso, who is still <laughs> sleeping on Mavis's couch. Iso, you wake up and Mavis, you have finished making your drug, correct? I have, yes. Did you administer it while Iso was asleep? No, I am oh, waiting for him to be awake so he can <laughs> fucking appreciate me. <laughs> <laughs> You're so kind. I know. 
kindness is its own reward, right? <laughs> My God. Uh, so yeah, Iso, you wake up in an immense amount of, amount of pain. Mavis, you notice Iso awake. You hear him from the other room where you and Meta are curled up next to each other. <laughs> At least the rat isn't here. Finally, he's awake. Jeez. Okay, wait here. Wait here, Meta. I'll, I'll be right back. I just wander through with like this... I'm trying to, normally you would hypo this, but I'm wondering if I had a chance to uh, to do that just yet. I kind of like the idea of it being just real fucking gross right now. Mavis feels sorry for ISO, but also, you know. You have the drug in like basically like what a little vaccine bottle would look like, but you okay, haven't put okay. it into your air hypo yet. Well, uh, hey, hey, buddy, buddy. I, I hope you slept okay. I feel like absolute shit. Yeah, just hold still a moment. Um, you're gonna feel a little bit more like shit, and then a lot less like shit. But I won't lie, this is gonna hurt. What? And Mavis pulls out the biggest hypodermic needle you have ever fucking seen. <laughs> All right, I'm good. You grab out the needle meant specifically for injecting 5G microchips into people, yep. or six, <laughs> 6G microchips into people, and load it up. It's it's probably like two or three millimeters wide. It's it's really thick. I'm, I'm good. No, you, you're not good, but you will be good. No, no, I recovered. Yeah, no, you're you're fine. Hey, hey, buddy, what's that over there? Is that a demon rat? No, as, no, that's your doctorate. Now leave me alone. As soon as you look, you get jabbed. Uh, it says to jab an unwilling subject, you need to roll a uh, attack. Okay, sure thing. Um, can I use luck on attacks? I actually don't. I've never used luck before. Yes, you can. <laughs> can I use luck on invasion? You make a melee weapon attack. Uh, I will use six points of luck. I'm going to spend four luck to avoid. Well, that's 16. <laughs> Don't avoid this, damn it. <laughs> oh, I will avoid this. That's a big fucking needle. <laughs> yeah, okay. Oh, I avoid it anyway, even without luck. <laughs> but I expend it. All right. Uh, Mavis, you, you grab the gigantic needle and with a hungry look in your eye, you start <laughs> moving towards ISO. Like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck no. And right before you slam it into his chest, he, oh, he like grunts and like rolls sideways and you slam it into the couch and just inject all of the quick heal because that's how these things work directly into the couch. Reed, you wake up at a normal time. Sedoy, you never went to sleep. No. But the thing that kind of like alerts you to the time of day that it is, is you get a message at 9.30 a.m. It's a wideband broadcast from the entire Oasis that says that the Council of the Oasis has decided to suspend evictions until after the wave. Nice. Okay. That's good to know. I guess that's a weight off my shoulders a little bit. It reminds everyone to be prepared for the wave, tells people to take it seriously, and to go to this website if they have any sorts of questions. <laughs> and then there is a stream of advertisements right after this for a bunch of cybernetic temperature control modules that are rated in complicated systems involving the pounds of flesh and the power intake of specific modules and all that stuff. And uh, it's listed that the government has mandated that there must be a two-hour turnaround time for temperature-controlled cybernetics that are installed and has a call out to med techs that are willing to install various bits of cybernetics that they can make a quick buck by working for the Oasis. Well, now. Mavis and Iso, you get the same message, but you're in the middle of something, and so <laughs> your agents suppress the notification. You don't get it until later. Okay. Okay. 
but Reed and Sadoy, you both get these messages. Sadoy, you are feeling pretty tired. Yeah. It's the morning and you're and you're feeling exhausted. You were up all night and you're very happy with your invention. You love the blueprint. It's great. You can hand it to basically anyone and you feel confident they'd be able to make your this new and improved cooling system that you put together. Mm-hmm. But you are feeling exhausted. I will go to sleep. Just pass out. Okay. You just pass the fuck out. <laughs> Reed. I think Reed is going to give uh, Nico a call. Okay. You call up Nico and uh, Nico answers. Hello? Hey. Hey, Reed. Hey, man. How's it going? Yeah, not too bad. Guess I'm going to be sick here for a little while. Oh, that's perfect. I was actually just about to call you guys. Oh, shit. It's good to hear. You heard about the wave thing, right? It's coming through? Yeah, that's why I'm staying here for a little while. <laughs> All right, well, while you're staying here, this is some pretty fortuitous circumstances. I've got some gigs for you. Ah, seems we're both on the same wavelength. I was just here to ask if you had anything they didn't deliver during the wave, you know? Ah, well, perfect. So we've been getting a little bit of uh, a little bit of chatter from and some official requests from the Oasis board asking if we knew any med techs that would be able to uh, go and install some cyberware for some high-paying clients. I figured your, uh, our, our, our mutual friend Mavis might be pretty good at that. Yeah, I could imagine that. We, uh, we also got a thing that's, this is, uh, not necessarily under the table, but not necessarily, uh, specifically sponsored by the Oasis. Uh, you and Iso and Sadoi, uh, I feel like you'd, you'd make some pretty good bodyguards. <laughs> we need some bodyguards for, um, oh, long story short, some of the blue chips are going out and installing water regulators, and, uh, they need some bodyguards because... Well, you know how people act around the blue chips, and, and uh, no one's really happy about these water regulators being installed in, because uh, uh, no one wants their water to get shut off, so we need some bodyguards to be able to protect the blue chips as they're going around and uh, installing these water regulators. Uh, would, would you and Sadoi and Iso be interested in that? I mean, I'm always fine with that. I'll give uh, Sadoi and Iso a check on when we get a chance. Well, that's, that sounds just perfect then. I, I gotta run real quick to a meeting, but uh, you check with them and you give me another call back, I'll give you the details. Alright, but yeah, if you've got any deliveries need making, let me know. Oh, this bodyguard thing's gonna be an all-day all day gig, and I'm, I'm, I'm busy uh, coordinating stuff with the rest of the city to prepare for this wave and make sure that uh, all the brokeback businesses are all uh, uh, taken care of. Yeah. But uh, uh, give me a call back in about an hour or so whenever you talk to them, and we'll see what we can do. Yeah, uh, good luck, pal. You too. Stay safe out there. And he hangs up. Reed is immediately going to hammer on Sadoi's door. (laughs) Sadoi, you have been asleep for about 20 minutes. (laughs) If you fail a concentration check, you hear this. Otherwise, you stay asleep. Oh, it's a critical hit. Well, okay. (laughs) 21. You you pound on Sadoi's door, and there's no answer. You pound even harder on Sadoi's door. There's no answer. Ah, fuck it. She must be out. And it just heads to Ward's ISO. Alright. Heads to Mavis and Um, ISO's? No, he probably kicks ISO's room first. See if there's an answer, then goes to Mavis. You go over and knock on ISO's door. There's no response. Oh, fuck. Yeah, right. And heads towards Mavis. You head to Mavis's place, and at this point, you're starting to become a bit more comfortable with Mavis, and so you just walk over and you open up the door, and you see Mavis approaching on Iso with a gigantic needle and a gleeful look in her eye. Iso dodges sideways, Mavis stabs into the couch and goes, God damn it, Iso, this shit's expensive! Reed has his fucking hand on his holstered side arm, just... What the fuck is going on here? 
I'm fixing him up. You know, he's no good to us like this. No offense. I, actually, some offense. <laughs> you wasted my speed heal. Jesus. You tried to fucking stab me. <laughs> yeah, with medicine. Reed just like you looks at Iso and looks at Mavis. And just goes, do you want me to hold him still? But no. I, no, I'm, I'm good. I will remember this betrayal, Reed. <laughs> <laughs> Iso remembers this. <laughs> I'll tell you what. You sit up and you sit there in pain and I'll take the time to put this other dose into an air hypo so you can get injected like a baby, okay? Thank you. I like I like being treated like a baby when it comes to giant fucking needles. Iso, <laughs> I got a job for you. I'm Mavis. Oh, well, then you're definitely going to want him to uh, get a load of this before you, you talk about that. You just air hypo it up. Jeez. Yeah, I, I just air hypo it up and jam you with the speed heal. Oh, yeah. Mechanically, you regain hit points instantly equal to your body plus will. Okay, so you have two doses. Yeah, I now have none. Okay. <laughs> You put the second one into a much more easy to digest uh, air hypo and stab it into him. Yeah. You do feel a lot better as you start feeling the accelerated stem cells beginning to patch up your wounds. You kind of start rubbing your arm and feeling a lot better and turn towards Reed and realize that Reed just mentioned something about having a job for you. Yep. Oh, that, that feels good. So what's the job? I, I can definitely walk now. Hey, this so. Check your fucking calm thing. Right, righto, righto. And hey, ISO. Yeah? ISO, next time don't fucking dodge when I'm trying to medically stab you. I also medically sliced you open, medically broke your bones, medically drilled pins into you, buddy. All of those things were to make you feel better. That, that dose that's in that couch right now, that was, uh, what, like nearly 200 eddies worth of materials? In my defense, you also made one that didn't require stabbing me, so I do kind of feel like that wasn't you. Well, I mean, <laughs> look, I don't get to use the big needle very often. For very, very good reasons. <laughs> but thank you. I check my agent and get the info that came earlier. You guys get the same info that I described to Reed earlier of that they're looking for med techs to install cyberware on some high priority clients uh, as long as they can promise a two hour turnaround time. Well, I guess that's my day sorted. I, I need to make some eddies to replace that money I just pumped into the couch. <laughs> <laughs> you could try selling the couch. The couch is really fucking like it feels great right now. <laughs> Like, it had a broken, like, stump leg on the bottom. Fixed. <laughs> yeah, maybe this is good. I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna take them up on this offer. It's been a while since I've done some contract work that actually went anywhere. <laughs> what about you, Iso? Yeah, Reed, Reed mentioned the job, so... Yeah, yeah um, body, it's bodyguarding for the blue chips while installing uh, water regulation modules around the Oasis. Perfectly fine. That sounds like a very low-effort job. Perfect for Iso. <laughs> In his current state. Yeah, absolutely. Nothing bad will happen. There's no motorcycles involved, so I'm sure it's fine. Reed, you remember that Nico specifically was asking for the three of you. Yeah. And and <sighs> that you feel like Sadoi might have gone out. Maybe your two other party members know where Sadoi is? I don't suppose either of you know where Sadoi is, do you? <sighs> she said something in an accent and stormed off last night. That's what I remember. Right. She's been inventing, my understanding. I don't remember a lot of last night, though, I will admit. It should be in our apartment. Have you checked? Yeah, I hammered on the door, but didn't get a response. My room is next door, right? Yeah. 
Can you hear me snoring through the wall? <laughs> uh, Reed, can I get a perception check from you? Because apparently Sedoi snores. <laughs> oh boy, okay. That's uh, fun. Can I also roll for that? Sure. Oh yeah. 15. 14. Okay, so I would say, yeah, both Iso and Reed, uh, you guys hear the very, very faint sounds of somebody <laughs> snoring from the apartment over, and you... Pass your visual calculus check and put two and two together, and sure enough, that's uh, Sedoi's apartment, and there's snoring coming from it. <sighs> it doesn't take a genius to figure out what's going on. Maybe you should knock harder. I'll go knock harder. Yeah, sounds like a good idea. He goes right back outside, kicks on the fucking door, like, not quite drop kicks, but like, the kind of thing <laughs> that you'd expect to bust off its hinges, and just goes, Sedoi, come on! Fucking use the same wrong name again. I know. <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's going to get through to your sleeping consciousness. Just give me an athletics check. Fuck it. 19. You walk up to Sedoi's door and give it just a swift kick. You kick it really hard and you hear something kind of crack a little bit. And the door is like, I'm not going to say it's open, but it's like pushed in enough <laughs> that you feel like any level of kick from this point on would just kick the door right open. <laughs> Oi, Sedoya, come on. Sedoi, because of your critical success, you do not wake up. You're, you're, you're immune from having to do these checks for 30 minutes. Okay, but he's just going to try and pull the door open, like yank it open. Okay, well, this door is a push door, as all of them are. He's still going to open it. Pull, yank pull it, it open, open. <laughs> yeah. He's going to fucking pull it the other way. <laughs> You go and grab it and pull it, and you feel the door kind of close a bit further. You feel a little stupid for realizing that you just pulled the door in the opposite direction from the one that seemed like it was working. Never keep pulling. You internally question whether or not the stereotypes that people have about nomads are maybe based in a little bit more fact than you would have normally agreed to. <laughs> and you yank on the door again, and it doesn't do anything. Fine, he kicks the door open. Roll me another athletics check. You closed it again. Like, you almost <laughs> yeah. broke the lock, and then you closed it. 16? 16. Yeah, that's good enough. Fine. You fucking kick the door open. <laughs> it slams backwards. You look in, and inside, it looks like a mad scientist laboratory. There are notes up on the walls, wires everywhere, and in the center, almost like it's like, a, like an altar, is the rough enclosure that one would use to create this cyberware that Sedoi has been creating. Like if you had like a mannequin arm and then were like constructing something around yeah. the mannequin arm, it's it's kind of like that. It's like, it's a, it's a thing where she was experimenting with like, okay, can I fit this, this, and this? In the center of all of these weird pieces of paper and sketchings and stuff is this thing that's clearly like, oh, I've been working on some bit of cyberware and laying on the couch, <laughs> Right next to it, not even able to make it back to her bed, is Sedoi. She's just sprawled out with like one arm draping over the side uh, and just snoring really loudly. She's not responding to you breaking into her place. You, you realize at this point, if you were an unscrupulous person or a morally dubious person, with Sedoi being this fucking far like passed out, you could search and loot her entire place without her being able to, to wake up. I don't think Reed is smart enough for that. Like, again, Sedoi. You, okay. Reed is not right. a smart man. Fair enough. You want to roll an intelligence check to see? Uh, he's got five intelligence. He's not that smart. Five intelligence as a base? I mean, compared to like 
eights and other things or sixes or sevens. Roll a criminology check for me. Criminology. Oh god, okay. Just seeing if your if your criminal thoughts speak up. No, no, they don't. No, they don't. You realize at this point that Sadoi is incredibly vulnerable. You should wake her up and make sure that she's okay. Oh yeah, he absolutely goes in <laughs> to wake her up. Like he just puts his like fucking size ten boots on her arm and just like pushes slightly. Oh, Come on, Sadoi. Wakey wakey. Nothing happens. <laughs> I'm not allowed to wake up, I'm sorry. Sadoi? <laughs> Sadoi is snoring. At this point, Sadoi's not waking up. You look around the apartment and notice right next to the, the that little shrine I was describing earlier is a uh, a little bottle of street brand boost, and it's empty. Ah, now Reed is very used to dealing with people who have been on various kinds of street drugs. So the first thing he does is he gets a fucking glass of water and just throws it out of Sadoi's face. <laughs> Sadoi, this is enough to trigger your fight or flight survival instinct. And regardless of your critical success earlier, you get water thrown on your face and you wake right the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> wakey, wakey. Read what in so fucking tired. Yeah, that's the fucking boost talking, isn't it? No, the boost made me very not tired, <laughs> and now it is wore off, and I am very sleepy. Well, we've got a job. You coming or not? When is job? Right fucking now. <laughs> this has been... Cyberpunk Tales from the Oasis, Episode 18, Rude Awakening. We've got a fresh batch of great new content in the pipeline, so now is the best time for you to tell your friends about Cyberpunk Tales from the Oasis. You'll look really cool, and you'll also look really in touch with current trends and niche indie podcasts. That's all for now, folks. And remember, while we were away, we dropped some awesome bonus episodes that may have not shown up in your podcast feed. Behind the Mirage is a bonus episode series. Our first episode featured Jen, who plays Mavis, and myself. We hang out and chat a bit while listening to a selection of our favorite combat music tracks and discussing combat music in general. We also released a special three-part miniseries called Neon Nights in the Oasis. It's jam-packed with action and tells a never-before-seen story from when Baxter Callum first founded the Oasis. Check those out if you haven't heard them yet, and stay cool out there, everyone. 